What's going on, guys? My name is Jimmy. That is Sean. And we are doing a podcast similar to other podcasts. Podcasts? Podcasts? I don't know how to say that plural. The other podcasts that we do uh, that are posted, and you should check those out because they're cool. You should tell a friend about us. And if you're listening to us for the first time, sit back, relax, and enjoy two idiots talking about cars. And remember, Within the first 10 minutes, you will receive a negative 10 IQ point right. drop. And it's only going to go down from there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mainly because we like talking about cars, but end up knowing nothing about them. That's the truth. Yes, that's absolutely the truth. But, I mean, you know, the internet, you could be the smartest guy. I've found this out. You could be the smartest guy in the world when it comes to cars. There is always going to be somebody on the internet that's like, nope, that's not that car and it doesn't do that kind of a thing. Oh, not even on the internet, too. You could go to, like, for instance, um, I went up to a Cars and Coffee up in Folsom. And, you know, I thought I knew something about, uh, you know, Austin Healy's. But, you know, I don't know a damn thing, apparently. Yeah, that's uh, whenever I hang around with the Subaru crowd, I find out the same thing. I'm like, yeah, I know a lot about Subarus. And then there's a, some guy that's like, yeah, man, I got this uh, version 7 STI swap with the E180 rear diff and an EJ257 thing. And I'm like, okay, we're fucking, we're, we're using abbreviations and uh, we're using part numbers for fucking shit. I'm like, no. So, <laughs> yeah, I got, a, I got a degree, a master's degree in Subaru. You should see my student loan debt. Yeah. So, dude, you know a lot about Subaru. It's topping $200,000. I, I could have bought an Aston Martin for this. But, but no, Subaru. But Subaru, yeah. Right? So, so, Sean, how's it, how's it going? How's the, uh, the alpha life? How- uh, alpha, I will leave towards next week because that's when I'll have it. So I'll have it allegedly on Monday. I mean, not Monday, excuse me, Wednesday, ready to go. Allegedly. Allegedly. I'm going to throw that in there because, one, it's an alpha. Two, it's a shop. So. Yeah, you're right. You know, maybe it'll be four podcasts from now. Who knows? But maybe you can help me with something. Um, I was at work today, and I drove over to work, and usually I park in my work garage because that's very convenient. It's out of the sun, and I don't have to park on the street and risk getting a ticket, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I was running a little bit late today, so I parked on the street because I didn't want to have to go down into my garage, downstairs, walk upstairs, blah, 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 all that shit. So I parked on the street. Now, I have a four-hour parking permit in my window. Okay. I got to work at 8, parked on the street at 8, and then I realized as I was leaving the office at 12.30, I'm like, oh, no, that's past four hours. So I walk out to my car and I see this little envelope on my windshield and it says in big bold letters, it says parking ticket, right? Now I open this up and Uh it says uh, notice of parking violation, parking citation. And I look at what it's saying. It says over lines in parking space. Now I thought I was going to get a ticket for being past the four hours. Right. But I'm getting this ticket because, and it says this, it's underlined here. It says over lines in parking space. There are no lines in the parking spaces. Did you take pictures of this? Oh, obviously. 
Okay. But what I need help with is this. It says the total amount due is $0. It says this is a warning only. Uh, what? What? Now, hold on. You're telling me that the state of California wasted parking enforcement's time. I know. A slip of paper to tell you that you need to be in the lines and that there is no lines to be in and it didn't cost anything for anybody just an envelope i'm so confused right now what in the fuck i was i got a parking ticket on my fucking property i got a parking ticket on my fucking property <laughs> i was gonna bring that up too it's like you 38 dollars <laughs> the police came and ticketed your car in your goddamn driveway basically yeah and then they yeah. give me a ticket for the wrong thing don't charge me a dime. Why did they even give it to me in the first place? So, like, if you don't give them the zero dollars, does the fine go up after 21 days? Oh, shit. I should probably look if I have to do anything with this. <laughs> like, like, okay, for like, all seriousness, like, I would laugh at that and, like, throw it away. But, like, in all seriousness, you, you should probably call them and say, hey, I got this ticket and it says there's nothing on it but on the ticket it probably says you have to like give them the money or whatever like pay the fine in 21 days or else the the fine gets more than doubled right so right comes zero dollars because zero times two is zero or well hold hold <laughs> hold on it might be uh zero dollars and you know it says zero cents it's zero dot zero zero well maybe it's zero dot zero zero one and then oh, over crazy. time, it will increase to the point where, and if I haven't taken a look at it in 10 years, I owe them like a million dollars or something. You mean $3. Yeah. You yeah. Might be right. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you might be right. I can't math. My IQ is dropping as we speak. But that makes no sense. Why the fuck? Why? You know what probably happened? the time? You know what probably happened to somebody? Because they had to write that. Did they write that in? Like they wrote in your, over the lines or whatever? Or was that like a well, I mean, it's, it, there's There's a certain portion where they can type it in so it says this is a warning only over lines in parking space and then he circled it and underlined it it's like uh, okay oh and there's no lines no there's no lines <laughs> I, i'm so confused i just I'm, I'm confused too i would definitely call the court or we'll call the sheriff department or the courthouse or whatever whatever that number is on. It's like, it's like, are you guys sure you don't want my money? Like you totally could have taken it. Like, like, okay. For instance, if you charge me $42 and 50 cents for being over the lines in a parking space, I would fight it and I would obviously lose and you'd get my $42. Now nah, they probably so, wouldn't get $20 cause you fought okay. it. Regardless, regardless, they would be getting some of my money if right. they charged me here. But instead he wasted his time to give me a zero dollar ticket? Like, what the fuck is this? I'm confused, man. Maybe, maybe he was just like hanging out and he wasn't doing nothing, but then he saw like a supervisor driving around. So he was like, oh fuck, I gotta get <laughs> no, out. I gotta do something real fast. So he got out and he's like typing on the thing. And then he saw a supervisor and gave him the nod, like, what up? I'm forcing the parking. And then the supervisor like gave him that nod, like you should be doing that. And anyway, it's your job. And then drove off, and then the dude was like, "All right, well, I'm just just gonna make it a warning for zero dollars because I was bored." <laughs> oh my god! Anyways, we don't have to talk about this guy. anymore. I'm, gonna, I'm just I'm kinda... gonna cut this guy a favor and give him a zero dollar warning. 
Well, I mean, you know, it did more harm than it did good. I mean, I'm walking up to my car like, fuck, 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 fuck. Wait, how are you even late for work? Well, well, okay, for instance, I'm late for, okay, I know, because my work's like a couple blocks from my house. Not even but, that. Like, do you, have, you don't even have a time clock. What do you mean you're late for work? No, 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 no. I have this thing called uh, accountability. Ever heard of it? Oh, for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. I'm like, I'm sitting here like, wait a second. <laughs> it's not like my job. Like you're not, there's no clock. Clock and clock out. Yeah, <laughs> no. No, the, the way I gauge it is if I'm there and somebody got there before me, I'm late. Gotcha. So gotcha. I was late today. Well, all right. Well, don't, don't ever do that ever fucking again. I guess. Anyway, anyway. so, okay. So you want to talk about something that's really sad. Remember how a couple a couple weeks back where we you're saying that uh cars are like our cars are like concrete either they're uh they're waiting to crack or they've cracked. Yeah, yeah, they're broken. They're waiting to break. Yeah, basically, yeah. Subaru cracked. Oh no. Yeah, she was driving one day and she was driving along, along all perfectly fine and and all powerful and all twenty pounds of boost. Actually, it wasn't at twenty pounds of boost. I was honestly just idling. <laughs> not idling, but cruising along doing it like 60 and uh the car started shuddering like it lost power for like a oh, second no. right and i was like oh fuck and i looked down and then i see the the temperature gauge just fucking spike and Ooh. i was like oh fuck right so i turned the car off real quick and then i tried to turn it back on because i'm like i i don't know what to do in this situation so i just kind of like verizoned it right like yeah. hold, hold, hold on hold on important issue here where are you during this uh driving past you uh you know where nolan's house is yeah there okay so at least you have service right kinda, yeah it's i could honestly just turned around but no i turned it back on and then the car had power again and then the temperatures went right back to normal and i was like what in the fuck <laughs> <laughs> and i got to work and talk about a scare nothing happened and I did some Googling and I talked to some of uh, some of my Subaru peoples and I was like, yo, this happened today. What the fuck? And my main guy was like, yo, um, yo. I hate to break it to you, but that sounds like you just lost a head gasket or it's the oh. symptoms of like you were, you are in the process of losing it. It's because it just happened. That means you can just catch it and it doesn't become like a catastrophic fucking problem. And Interesting. Like, Fantastic. Great. Well, that's a good thing that you know you can get rid of it immediately and just take care of that before it gets too wor- too much worse. I get that. Okay, so let me tell you what uh what taking care care of it is. Okay. My my dad, I told my dad, and he was like, oh, I just pick up two new gaskets. It should be what forty dollars, and I was like, no, not at all. Um, I've got I've got a, a link right here for uh, it's a company called IAG, which is a pretty good company for Subaru stuff. They do a, a lot of they do mainly boxer engine Subaru kind of stuff, and they have a lot of parts and stuff on their website that they've developed that kind of help um, eliminate a whole lot of common Subaru problems like head gasket failures or ring line failures or cool. things like that. Anyway, they have a head gasket here that uh, let me let me look at it real quick. It's a it's a copper seat copper ring head gasket thing that helps seal everything off a lot better than the stock OEM ones. And it is a hundred and nine dollars. Is that shipped in gold bubble wrap or what? It's for one. I need two. Oh my God. So, okay. There's that. 
I'm going to probably get new hardware for the head studs and stuff. So that shouldn't be too expensive, but it's from ARP, so that might be expensive. Um, but while you're there, might as well do a timing belt and a water pump and an oil pump. And yes, I'm going to redeck the head. Uh, maybe I'm going to see if it needs to be decked or not. I'm going to look through, through the, go through the heads and everything. But I mean, at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah put some new coils in there, redo the interior, you know. Right. At while the end you're of the there. day, it could have been a just barely caught problem for the head gasket or completely blown out like a fucking whore. <laughs> it's still going to cost me somewhere in the ballpark of, of, I don't know, 500 600 plus dollars to do it and that's by myself it's well, for yeah. me to do the work yeah oh my god it's like a shop a head gasket failure they're like yeah. it's more between 1700 and three grand and you're like, like yeah wow. just salvage it it's something else sell the car just like all the other people that go and just they hear that number and they're like fuck this and dump it but <laughs> and then i'm out yeah but thankfully i've got other backups that aren't aren't breaking um i apologize that is uh that's just not fun i mean obviously those ones aren't broken so Hats off to you. Right. Those so concrete, those concrete driveways too. haven't cracked quite yet. Right, yeah. I'm not stressing too hard, but I just it kind of sucks because I was going so long without it having a catastrophic problem like that. I was like, I think I'm beating the Subaru fucking stereotype. And then like nope. three days later, it was like, and I was like, what is this? Head gasket. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. Well. Couldn't anyway. just be a sensor. Fuck. Okay. Couldn't be a sensor this time. It had to be an actual problem. Oh shit! So that sensor might be worth the same amount as the whole job you're doing. So. Yeah, you never know with that. So, but, so anyway, the it's gonna come out, and Subaru engines thankfully are stupid easy to fucking pull, and uh, gonna start ordering some stuff and going to town on that. Woohoo! So that's uh, that's my next fucking, like. I don't know, it's like a month is going to be just working on this fucking motor and then throwing that back in. Which, question, I put a clutch in in it probably about, I want to say 20,000 miles ago. Was that 20,000 miles ago? It might have been, might be 20, about 20,000 miles. That's the race clutch you put in there, right? Right, yeah, that's stage three McLeod clutch. That Do chattery piece of shit. I should probably get another one. It'll be the exact same chattery piece of shit because it needs that, that, all that to hold the fucking power to the wheels. But do you think I should get another one? Uh, how much? There. I don't know. Probably be around like two hundred bucks. Okay. Yeah. 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 All right. You'll probably do that. <laughs> Might as well, right? Jeez. Yeah. So anyway. I mean, what's uh, your long-term plan with the car? You know, are you gonna obviously? Just... I was gonna sell it before this happened, but now this has happened. So now I'm like, fuck it. I might as well just keep it. I but, can't tell you how many times I've heard you say that. It's never gonna happen. It's what? selling it yeah no i know i i was i was telling myself like all right i'll get rid of it before it has like massive problems or if it has like symptoms that massive problems are going to happen then i'll like kind of pawn it off to somebody and then let them deal with it but now that it's actually happened like like when it comes to for subarus at least with when it comes to like catastrophic fucking problems it's either ring land failure as number one spinner rod number two head gasket number three so i mean <laughs> i'm already there that's like the worst fucking one of the top three worst problems you can have with that car so it might as well just fix it keep going, right? right just check that one off the list yeah so the next thing that'll happen is i'll probably lose a rod or spin a bearing or some shit and then i'll buy go have to go buy one of those iag fucking five thousand dollar blocks that I never have problems <laughs> right 
Yeah. So like, for instance, um, you know, cause I, I lease my Mazda three for business purposes. I'm very happy about that because you know, it's a fine car, nothing too crazy. It's nice. It's, you know, pretty good gas mileage, little tight suspension, little bit of a sporty gearbox better than the years previous apparently. Um, but I'm happy. I'm never going to have to keep it. It's a great thing. <laughs> Lovely. Why? Well, no, just because it's boring. You know, it's not like, <laughs> it's nothing exciting. I'm just happy I can get rid of it in, you know, a year. So yeah, I guess. that's pretty cool. But as far as Monica's car is concerned, her little Fiesta hatchback that she's got. Yeah. You know, I know those things are known for having terrible transmission problems, uh, you know, middle way through life. Meaning. Like, yeah, they have an active recall for them. Yeah, right yeah exactly. So. My plan with that car, I told her, she goes, well, she goes, when when should I sell this car? And that's always an important question when you own a car and uh, you don't know how long you should hold on to it. And I think the perfect timing to get rid of a car, especially for the German, I think especially for this Ford Fiesta is like right at that 80 to 90,000 mile mark. I think that's that perfect time to get rid of it because it's still kind of low miles but it's still kind of like right before all the bad shit happens. Yeah. I would even go out on a limb and say 70 or 60 to 70, because I mean, a lot of, a lot of stuff says that uh, like for manuals and shit say that um, like serious major service needs to be done at around a hundred, between a hundred and 120,000 miles in like that ballpark range. Right. So at least if you're pawning it off to somebody else, you're like, Hey, it doesn't need all that shit yet. Yeah, thirty thousand miles. Might, <laughs> in three years, you might need to do this. Right. This is also important for people buying a car. If you're going to buy a car and it, you're buying like a used Mercedes, Beamer, Ford product at that ninety thousand, a Golf at that ninety thousand mile mark, you are making a terrible decision. Well, unless you like spending money, because that's all you're going to do. <laughs> yeah. So that's timing belts. That's water pumps. That's Definitely not glorifying the sale part of that. Just be careful when you're buying it. Right. Yeah. You know, just it's, just look for something. Anyways, I told her to get rid of it. Every car, that. though. That's almost every car because Subarus are that same way. Like you have to do they they want you to do head gaskets and timing belt at 120. Yeah. Yeah. Right around that mark, I think is a good spot in general just to get rid of a car. Yeah. So right now she's got like fifty thousand on it. So I'm thinking she could get another couple years out of it sell it for an okay amount probably not bad because you got a killer deal on it anyways right and then, uh just roll it into something else she wants like a jeep or a truck or something so we'll a see what jeep? we get at that. hell yeah dude a wrangler yeah oh man oh sean the gas mileage on that is shit oh i don't give it i, I don't care I'm, <laughs> I'm not the one filling up the tank um so like i i'm used to like cars that just drink like a fucking alcoholic right like <laughs> Like my Subaru drinks like Norm on Cheers, but I got into a Jeep Wrangler. And I swear to Christ, I drove it a grand total of, and it was at a half tank. I drove it a grand total of, I think seventy miles. Not flooring it because you can't really floor a Jeep. There's no race carring a fucking Jeep. It's right, a, the Jeep. Like, I had to fill it up seventy miles later, and that was like a <laughs> like full fucking tank of gas, which it was like seventy. I think it was like sixty-five, seventy fucking dollars fill that thing up oh like, yeah what the fuck and then i went from leona valley back to lake hughes and it was already like cresting off of the full mark and i'm like are you kidding me <laughs> what is happening? happening 
That's like when I was driving your little white Subaru around, man. I couldn't believe it. I'm driving it around and I've never been in a car because I've always had fuel efficient cars. I've never been in a car where I've visibly seen the gas gauge dropping as I'm driving. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just watching it falling. I'm like, That's what? what I'm saying. Like, I know that white car is, is drinks a lot, <laughs> but it, but it di- doesn't drink more than this fucking Jeep. I mean, I can drive <laughs> normally drive, not like a million miles an hour, ever, but like normally kind of drive. Like I know my spots on where to go fast. If I want to go fast. Right. 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 Here and there. I can get around 220 miles out of the, that white car, which is phenomenal. I don't, I never expected that. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, like I'm trying to tell you, right. And <laughs> it's an air, an unaerodynamic just wall with but it wheels. Needed, I think it has a 20 gallon tank and it gets all, it needs all 20 gallons to get 200 miles. It's <laughs> retarded. <laughs> yeah. I know that it's not a fuel efficient car. And she knows that as well. And if at that point she's got a nicer job, which she probably will, because she's on track for that now. Uh, I don't think it's really going to matter to her. Yeah, I hope you're right. I hope so too. So moving on, do you want to talk about something in the news? Yeah. um, So, okay, so I got two things here. One of them is crime related. One of them is uh, one of our favorite car companies related. Which one you want? Mm, let's go with crime first because the, the topics that I have aren't necessarily just news. Okay. We'll get into that later. Okay. So this was reported today by uh, the drive.com in the news section. So hi- the title of this one says a VP at the largest Porsche dealer in America just vanished with $2.5 million in buyer deposits. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> so this is a dealership. Uh, I, I actually don't know where this is. I think it's in Florida. Well, let, me, let me do some check checking real quick before I really fuck this up. Champion Porsche. No, no, that's how you spell Porsche. 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 Champion Porsche. Uh, where are we? We are in Florida. We are South Florida is where this happened. Champion Porsche claims it had no idea that it's a VP of marketing – which I cannot pronounce his name for the life of me. It's like Sharice Sukarali or something. It, they didn't know that he was scamming people, but uh, the people that he scammed are not no- buying that, that fucking dealership. Knew, didn't know about it. So here, so, okay. So let me, let me just walk me through this overall here. Okay. So over the last year, the guy collected two and a half million dollars in deposits from people that are uh, kind of like regular customers at this dealership for Porsches. And he was telling them that there were ultra, some like some crazy ultra exclusive like 911 GT3 and a GT3 RS. And they are so exclusive that Porsche never announced that these cars were being made. Oh, it's genius. That is genius. If you're going to be a criminal, come on, man. Right. So he was telling on people's passions. He was telling these people that Porsche was making a car that they weren't advertising and they weren't even going to announce because it doesn't exist. And then they got the deposits from the people that they were going to get these ultra exclusive, super limited numbered cars. And then he just disappeared. Gone. Gone. They still to right now do not know where the hell he is. Granted, this article was, uh, 
like talked about today. Like this is the first time seeing it in today. What what is today? What is today? Is today the today's the fourteenth, fourteenth of September. Um, they don't know where he is, and nobody's nobody can find him. And now there's a whole bunch of people that are. Uh, I think they're trying to sue the Porsche dealership, but the Porsche dealership's like, we have to figure out what what actually happened here before we're going to deal with people suing us. Right, they need an investigation. And wait, wait, can they, do they even know where the guy is? No, they have no idea. Oh, geez. He just, just kind of disappeared. Everybody really, everybody, you know, this guy was like, Typical, I'm not going to say typical, but typical kind of con man where everyone's like, oh, hey, everybody, that guy's a great guy. He'll take care of me. He's always there. I can trust this guy with a lot of stuff. Like he came over for dinner, kind of like guy, right? Like everybody kind of liked the guy. And then he just bumped it enough to two and a half million dollars. Poof, he's in the U.S. Virgin Islands. Right, yeah. He's back to, he's in Cuba or something now. I don't know. But like, yeah, there's there's a whole lot. Like, I guess he's he was telling the Porsche dealership that he was struggling to pay uh, child support for ten children. <laughs> so are they all his? I I'm assuming so. Is it but, the children uh, of the entire Porsche dealership? It it might be, uh, but so then they were like, <laughs> okay, kids, well, oh my God. we're gonna give them a like you know a lot more work and they're trying. The Porsche dealership was trying to help him out with the, this uh child support thing and all of the little of his personal affairs and then he apparently in the process made a fake company called champion motorsports that or autosports um and it was connected to champion porsche but champion porsche supposedly didn't know about it and then okay. he's taking all the deposits through champion autosports for oh. champion porsche and then he just left. So, Whoa. Kind of a funny one. Not, a, not funny for the people. Well, that I mean, that's just crazy. I mean, how does that go unnoticed? Right. Yeah. But, but it makes sense, though. Think about it. It's that secret mentality. It's like, hey, you can't tell anybody about this. This is really under the radar. If right. it gets out... I mean, you, your deposit could be at stake because they could just stop production, whatever, right? He, what he probably told them, whatever. Just like it's a secret and you can't tell it. Right. Yeah. Oh my God, it's genius. I mean, that's really genius if you think about it. Do no, you I'm just able to take more. <laughs> well, of hell, I think he could have, but I think he kind of ran out on a on his time here for like how long a car should be, I guess, made or something. But, I guess. Yeah, so they're uh, that's crazy. They're trying to well, that's see the, the thing uh, now. Think about that, right? How long can two and a half million dollars last you? Just think about that realistically. Uh, long enough to figure out a new social security number and an identity. I'm just trying to think, right? Because uh, how much do you realistically need to live on? Like, let's just say, let's just go with like 50k, right? Okay. Yeah. How long do you got? What's that? I guess that's 50 years, right? Yeah, is it two and a half million dollars? I guess that's not bad. Shit. I can't do math, so I'm going to do quick math right here. No, that's, that's 50 years. Yeah, it's 50 years. Like, thank God you can do math. I'm stupid. I hey, well, how old is this guy? He's probably like 40, 50. Uh, I guess he's that. I don't see in the article how old the guy is, but I mean. 
And just, imagine if he took that to a third world country, man. Oh boy. Oh yeah. If he's going, if he just went to the Philippines, I mean, he's king. Absolutely. Legitimately king. So okay. Got to be careful though. Don't be flaunting your money around. All right. So this week, plaintiff first became aware of the actions of Shiraz. Shiraz via email communicated with the plaintiff and identified 24 transactions in his scheme to defraud the plaintiff and consumers. The amount of fraud Shiraz admitted to receiving is $2,560,198. In the injunction to freeze the uh, Bank of America account, uh, that's in in injunction, injunction. I don't know what that injunction means. junction injunction. I guess I can't read. Remember, we're stupid. What's your uh, function? I don't know. It sounds like a rap of the rapper rap that you just had to do. Um, but yeah, so apparently the Bank of America account reported that much money, and then uh, they just he he just dumped all the money and closed the account, and then shut off everything. Damn. So ghost. Yeah. Jeez, that's so crazy. Well, hold on. You said that there's 24 transactions, like 24 deposits? Yeah. You mean to tell me he convinced people to put down like a $110,000 deposit? Well, I mean, you're in South, you're in like South Florida and these are Porsche people. So, I mean, I'm sure $100,000 for a Porsche isn't too off the rails for a super limited, uh, exclusive kind of fucking deal, right? Let me, let me do some, let me do some, some quick math again here. And then that divide that by twenty four, right? Twenty four. That's a yeah, one hundred and six thousand dollars deposit. Jeez. I mean, no, that's so some, very. You got to give them some credit there. That's some skill. I'd have a hard time convincing somebody to give me one hundred and six thousand dollars for something that doesn't exist. I mean, that's that's kind of like just you would have a hard time with that because you're morally not there. Like you just can't. Yes, that's true. Like if, if I had no morals, trust me, man, I'd be taking more than 2.5. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, fuck. So are we saying that he's, like, kind of moral? No. No. Okay, I no. So. I mean, this, 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 I don't know, just criminal. I mean, I'm saying, like, you could, you could do that, Sean, but you have morals and you can't, like, yeah. fucking just pawn off shit on people that are not real. It's straight not real. It was never talked about. This never existed. Porsche never even talked about something like this. And then all of a sudden it's there and he's talking about it. He's marketing it to his people. And then it, that was it. They were gone. Yeah, that's crazy. Like how did, how did, mm, I'm trying to think what those people were thinking when they're talking to him. Like, yeah, he's high up in a Porsche dealership, right? So he's got to know the, the ends. But, but. I mean, how high up could he really be to know that kind of information? You know what I mean? Like, it's just a dealership. It's not like it's corporate. It's but not it's like the it's the largest Porsche dealership in America. Oh, is it the largest Porsche dealership in America? Yeah. That makes more sense. Okay. The largest okay. Porsche dealership in America, and he was the VP of marketing. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. So, I mean, that this would be the guy that knows, like, the fucking backroom talks of the cool shit that might be coming out. How embarrassed do you think those people are who actually put that deposit down? 
don't know. I don't even know if I'd be that embarrassed about it. I mean, if you know the guy and you've dealt with the guy before and he seemed pretty trustworthy and he's a car dealership dude. And he's like, yo, Hey, we got this fucking super exclusive car coming out. If you want on the list, let me know. Uh, fuck yeah. I want it on that list. You just, just where, where do you want the money? And then he's like, all right, put it here, give it, send the check to here or make the deposit here. And then you'll be on the list and you'd be like, okay, cool. I don't even think I wouldn't be too embarrassed about it. I'd just be pissed off that I just lost a hundred thousand fucking dollars. Or maybe it's just like a, a fart in the wind. You never know. Yeah. They could be wiping their ass with that much money. I have no idea. Right. But, I mean, there's a lawsuit against it. So, and people are suing. So maybe, maybe it's not, I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> okay. Well, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Um, I have a question for you though. Sure. And this can go with any car company, just insert any car company here. Okay. Uh, if, you own a Ferrari. Can you or should you wear a Ferrari hat? Oh. Ah. Uh, okay, so this is different. This has got to be different for the different car companies and the different cars. Like right. the culture so, for the cars are always different. Like let's go with like a high-end company like Ferrari or like Porsche or like you know you know what i mean okay all right yeah so you if, so if you own a ferrari and you're sitting you're, in it can you wear a hat that says ferrari on it oh man that's kind of like super fucking i wouldn't <laughs> and why because i'm already in the fucking car <laughs> i don't want to have to wear the hat to just reassure somebody that i own the car because that's not what it's doing the, the like me and you we see somebody that's driving like i don't know a four five eight italia and then like look over and see that exact same situation i know without without even asking you sean you're looking at that guy going, guy going okay he's a little too into himself <laughs> like, the fr- there's there's the first word that came to mind was douche right yeah exactly <laughs> right like, so i, I guess this is from out. a this was from a wall street journal article some guy was writing it and i came across it and he, he's on that same side of like, no, that's obnoxious. Like, yeah. like it's basically tattooed to your forehead. Ask me about my Ferrari. Right. Yeah. Right. And I get that. And I get that. But what if you like really like Ferrari? Like, let's say you're driving around your, your other car, right? You own a Ferrari. Okay. And you're driving around your, let's go with... Shit, I don't know. What do other Ferrari owners own? I don't know. Uh, fucking Mini Cooper. Sure. Let's say you're driving around your kid's Mini yeah, Cooper because the Ferrari's in the shop. Right, your Fiat out of Let's say you're driving around your Fiat of Okay. And you have your Ferrari hat on. Is that okay? Actually, the Fiat of shouldn't be. wouldn't be a good example. Whatever. Ferrari, Fiat owns Ferrari, and you might be like, oh, yeah, I really like Ferrari, but all I could afford was the Fiat. Okay, you're <laughs> driving around in your Vauxhall. No, I'm kidding. Okay, we're driving around in a, in a Peugeot. Right, you're driving around in a Peugeot with so a Ferrari hat on. Is that okay? I still think you're a douchebag. Just for wearing a Ferrari hat? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I kind of think so, because, I mean, okay. immediately judging... The fucking Ferrari people are usually, usually, obviously there's people out there that are not like super douchebags when it comes to owning a Ferrari, but I can imagine there's a lot of people that own Ferraris that are like, uh, they think they're way better than everybody else because there's a Ferrari in the garage. 
I can feel like that's like the just the general gist of it. So if you're driving, you're, you're driving around, wearing around, or just wearing normally a Ferrari, yeah, just walking around, walking around Huntington Beach or something with a Ferrari hat on. I think I'm, I'm probably gonna think you're a douchebag purely off of the fact that you wish you had a Ferrari or think that you will and you need to act like that. Interesting. Now, what if okay. you're wearing, I'm, gonna, I'm giving you a couple of scenarios here, right? Just okay. to get right. a good idea of where we stand on this issue. Let's say you're walking around with a Subaru hat on. Is that okay? Subaru hats are a lot more of a common person type of car than a Ferrari where they're not super fucking exclusive and you see one all the time. Okay. I personally wouldn't wear one. I, I mean, I have a little bit because I want it in a race. And it said like Subaru Impreza and like had some racing stuff on it. But that was just like in between hats because I had my Rod Knock racing hats being made. Okay. So I wore it mainly because I was covering up hair. But I I still I don't I'm not a big fan of of wearing the Subaru hats okay so so you're not necessarily a fan of wearing the car company's logos on a hat on a hat okay what what about t-shirts and here's why because and this is going to sound completely fucking retarded no it's okay i want to know but hats to me are kind of like like you're made obviously you're making a conscious decision to even wear like shirts or whatever right but like a hat is like an extra step that you didn't need to take right pants socks shoes and a shirt those are four things and underwear five things like you have to fucking have those right pants can be just normal fucking jeans or whatever right if you had car branded fucking pants you went a little overboard with how how Agreed. much you Agreed. like this company or you don't like this company. Like Ferrari shoes. Like, no, nah, that's overboard. Like if, right. If you had the Ferrari shoe or even the DC, those DC uh, fucking Subaru shoes, that's a no. little overboard. That's, yeah, yeah, that's too much. You went a little too deep into fucking loyalty for this company, right? Like Subaru socks or Ferrari socks, that might be just kind of like a comical joking thing. But if you wore those like all the time religiously, like you might have a problem. Okay. Shirts are okay with car logos on them because either – They'll have like a car logo with like a joke on it or a car logo just straight or maybe a model logo. Like there's a lot of people that I see that wear like STI shirts whenever I go out to Subaru things, right? Like okay. Best or like Willow Springs or Rallycrosses. Like the, my favorite one said STI and then under it said several thousands invested. The invested <laughs> part, I don't know, but several thousands of dollars, yes. Invested, yeah. Oh, Hats boy. though are kind of like not a part of those five basic things that you'd need to just get out of the fucking house uh, the hat is kind of like i just really want to emphasize to somebody else something i'm wearing interesting kind of thing. i agree i agree there like like oh, for instance in um, uh, the, my rod knock racing hat right those new ones that i got out of lids and they're all raised up and all that shit right i wear this thing every fucking day for the sole purpose that somebody people people will look at me and they'll look at the fucking hat and they'll look at the logo and probably think to themselves what the fuck is that i've never seen that before right purely off of that so i'm using all of my logic for exactly the same fucking purpose but i don't have it for like it doesn't say subaru on it or it doesn't say ferrari or it doesn't say uh barth or aston martin or something Okay, and the reason that you're saying you wouldn't wear a hat with another car company on it is because 
it's just too much. It's a little too much. You're too committed. It's like the, uh, you know, overcommitted girlfriend, right? You're like, it's oh, like okay. The equivalent of it is like, okay, so say you just bought, a, or I guess what I just thought of. Say you just bought a Tesla. Okay. okay. And now you're wearing a Tesla hat. Yeah, that's dumb. This is, this is what you're doing. This is what you're doing. You're essentially, you're obviously not doing this with it, wearing a hat, but you're basically the people that go on Facebook and say, I don't want to talk about being vegan, but, and then vegan. <laughs> that's what you're doing. Yeah, you're absolutely right. <laughs> you're, you're the person that's like, did like, I mention people, that I owned a Tesla? There's, yeah, there's people that say, oh yeah, let me get on my computer. And then there's people that are like, let me get on my Mac. You're totally right. That is exactly what it is. Let me get on That's my phone. Exactly. Let me it's, get the iPhone It's like out. a brand superiority. That's what it is. Okay. Right. I see right. that. I see that now. Now, no, okay. All right. Now there's, there's that. And that generally holds true I, to me with a lot of the whole hat wearing thing, right? Or even like the, the, the old guys that have the fucking Leatherman Corvette jackets that they make them that, that they wear and then they make their wife wear, right? Like that's kind of still holds true. I don't know right. why the fuck the Corvette community is like that with the old people, but they're all like that. I don't know why. It's because there are old Harley riders that can't ride a bike anymore because they got some issues downstairs. <laughs> so they went and bought a Corvette. <laughs> you might be right. but I don't know. <laughs> oh, man, I had a great example and I completely forgot about it because I talked about the Corvette thing. Damn it. But, <laughs> oh, man, no, I lost it. It was going to be great. You were going to laugh. But the, the whole, yeah, it's, I don't know, just – I don't, I don't have a computer. I have a Mac. I don't have a phone. I have an iPhone. I have. Let me play Tesla. you a song on right. my like limited edition Les Paul. Right. 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 Let me play you like a my song guitar. on the, on the 68 custom. Right. And I think, and I think I know why we feel that way because the car community to a certain degree, in our opinion, and correct me if I'm wrong, mm -hmm. should be modest and what we drive should speak for itself. So it's enough for us to like, like, for us to say that we go out, we like a brand. You like Subarus, I like Alfa Romeos, right? Like we're not getting all the quote unquote swag and all that. What right. we're doing though, is we're investing our money into the company itself for the purpose of the company itself, the car. Right. So by driving an Alpha or by driving a Subaru or whatever you want to drive, you are saying to the world that you love it. Right. But you don't need to go that much further with your Ferrari socks and your Alfa Romeo underwear and right. you know, your Lamborghini sunglasses and stupid shit like that. I right. get it. I mean, it's almost, it's almost the equivalent for, for a lot of that stuff too, because like if you have uh, you can go in, buy like my rod not grazing hat right like i'll sell that to you for twenty dollars twenty dollar hat if you go and get a ferrari hat i promise you it's 50 if you get a subaru hat i promise you it's either between 40 and 50 dollars purely because it has the logo on it right like they have to pay for the fucking logo or whatever kind of a shit mm -hmm. okay so that whole thing all right i remember it, i remember it. this might actually not make you laugh but that whole thing stands true with the whole hat thing and the pants, right? And the socks and the underwear. If you're wearing a shirt, it's okay. But if you have any of those other items of clothing, like you've kind of fucking gone a little overboard and it's super douchey, right? I saw a guy at, I think, Willow Springs. 
yeah, I think it was at Willow Springs, and he had a hat on, and it was like a, uh, like it was kind of like imagine like an old like LL Bean kind of a hat, right? Like it's not like a fit; it's like a like a buckle back kind of little hat, yeah, like thing. Uh, the dad hat, right? Super dad hat, right? Okay, but it was purple, and it said "Vibe" on it with a Pontiac logo, right? No, yeah. I remember this. It was just out of Willow Springs. And I just looked at that guy. No. Like, he is fucking dedicated. To that <laughs> that is, That's not even like a Pontiac hat. That's a vibe hat. Right. Yeah. It wasn't wow. a Pontiac vibe hat. And I just kind of sat there. I walked by that guy and I don't remember who I was with, but I saw him and I was like, holy shit, that guy's fucking dedicated. Like that is the only instance where you can wear that hat and be like, okay, he's not douchey. Purely because it's either, either, you worked on that Pontiac on the that project on the Pontiac vibe with what Toyota, right, or whoever, because that wasn't a Pontiac. I don't think it was a Matrix. It was yeah, it was that was a which is a Corolla. So you worked with Pontiac on that project a little bit, or you have one, and you really like it for some stupid reason. So now you're telling people I have a vibe. People don't think you're a douchebag, and they feel sorry for you. <laughs> Oh my god! So that is like the only like if somebody if you if you walked around and then you saw somebody that had like a Prius hat on, you're like, oh man, buddy, <laughs> oh man, buddy, that early, you look like you're 22. <laughs> <laughs> That's really sad. Yeah, that is really sad. So I don't know, like I can't get happened. over that, and it was purple too. Like that's yeah. just next level. It was a purple Pontiac vibe hat. There's like, nothing that really compares to that, unless you had like a like a Chrysler Sebring hat. <laughs> no yeah that's that's about the same level of stupid let's see if i can find a link here to this pontiac vibe hat and it's got a uh, michael scott on the back <laughs> yeah hey i mean that makes it that makes it cool though if it has a well yeah because then it's, a, then it's truly a joke right yeah pontiac vibe hat i can't even find a fucking pontiac vibe hat i'm finding gas caps right so so either Either he did work on that project and he was part of it some way or another and he got some swag from it, or he had it custom made, which would bring it to just the next level of commitment there. Yeah, that's no, actually, you know what? I just found, I just found a fucking Pontiac vibe forum. I mean, that makes sense. They were making hats for everything. Oh, wait, they were making hats? They're making, they're like, there was a thread that was like, hey man, I'm going to make hats. Who wants one? And then there's a bunch of people that are like, oh yeah, me, 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 me. And they're like $34 a hat. <laughs> I feel like we're in like some alternate reality. Right, yeah. This is Where that's a cool car that people enjoy driving. There's, there's a picture of it. This isn't actually the hat, but I found another picture of a hat and it said property of Pontiac. It says vibe. <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna get out of this before I fucking really go full retard here. But I mean, yeah, if you're wearing a hat of like right round that one out, if you're wearing a hat of the fucking car company, you're like you're like the vegan person of the fucking car world, and it's kind of annoying. It's really annoying. Yeah, you know what we should yeah, do? We on. should uh, we should find that logo, not the logo, excuse me, the font of the vibe on the back of a car. Uh huh. Take that font to like uh, an emblem or a decal maker and then put Raider on the back. Yep. Right. Yep. I think that'd be a great idea. That would be phenomenal. 
I always have Where these is ideas. there a Pontiac vibe? Where have you ever seen a Pontiac vibe? Well, Jake drove by, and then I was like, there's what? Uh, no. Yeah. See, that's, yeah, that's what I mean. People bought the fucking Matrix. They didn't go and buy the vibe. If they did buy the vibe, it was out of just pure fucking, like, like angst. Just, uh, like, being stubborn, saying, you know what? I know it's a, I know it's a Matrix. I hate them Japan cars. I'm going to go get the Pontiac. And it probably broke more. I really want this disgusting lame car but it has to be american must be american must be american well yeah that's that's the only explanation why that car exists i remember when i was little and even even to like today right like i'll see cars and like i don't know like 90s corollas for for example right like an early 90s corolla and you just look at an early 90s early 90s corolla and then you just you just you, you just you just look at it and you think, who in their fucking right mind decided, yeah, I'll buy that. <laughs> I'll buy it right off the line. You know what? This is probably one of the better cars I was looking at, dude. I, uh, I think I'm going to go with this over the, uh, the Mazda 68, or what, 626. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how some cars sell, man. I don't know how that happens. And then, and then it's like they're fucking everywhere, like a – like, like Chevy Cavaliers aren't everywhere. But I'm still trying to figure out who the fuck bought that new and went. You know what? This is a, this is a solid front wheel drive car. It's a two door. Uh, I can't really hold anything. It's not sporty, and uh, but it's it's a Chevy. Why? Okay, but th- you have you have to think about this, man, because I was watching this old episode of British Top Gear, and James May was looking at this car. Uh, it was an old Alfa Romeo from i believe it was the late 80s or the early 90s and man that was like the worst time for designs in alpha it was disgusting like they were just terrible it looked awful he's going through this car review and through the entire review he's giving it praise shitting on its electronics shitting on its this but giving it praise for its looks he's like but just look at despite all the, the the downfalls with this car but just look at it and right. that wasn't ironic. It was not. An, it was an unironic statement. And I was just like, "Wait, I'm confused." But I understand now that because in the '90s there was a certain style that was considered elegant and desirable, and there's others that weren't. So it's the same thing with houses, man. Like when I'm looking at a house that's original from the freaking uh, '60s, like that looks awful just terrible but in the 60s man that was the shit i guess you see what i mean like tastes and styles change so i mean back in the 90s man people wanted those corollas no they, they weren't bad there's no fucking way no I they did to, i talked to did. older people that were like yeah we don't know why that car got fucking made no 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 you have to realize who you're talking to you're talking to car people man car people from the 90s don't want those corollas I wouldn't get a new Corolla today. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I guess. I guess you're right. I just, it just sometimes, it just boggles my mind sometimes how some cars end up getting made and then somehow they're like the most popular fucking cars. Well, I mean, that's why. I mean, they, they get made because they sell well. That's why crossovers exist. That's why, you know, hatchbacks are dying because they don't sell well. 
because they're getting even lifted. If, yeah, <laughs> they're not. They're not even making uh, crossovers. They're just producing the hatchbacks with the taller suspension. That's all it is. That's all it is. Yep, and rebadging them. Okay, so you want to talk about you want to? I got a question for you, Sean. Okay, I got a question for you. I uh, we've been talking about electric car company or cars making electric cars. Car companies making electric cars. Wow, I just had a fucking seizure and a stroke all at the same time. Okay, um, you can start over. I'll give you a pass. All right, sweet. I'll just edit that part out. Hey, Sean, we're going to talk about uh, some other shit here. Real okay. Quick. Okay. That was also stupid. I'll edit that part out. I'm trying to I hope you don't edit any of this out. This is going to be nice. Go okay. on. Yeah, I probably won't. I'll be lazy about it. Anyway, uh, fucking, we're th- we've been talking about electric cars and car companies making them. Mm. fucking that third time fourth time's a fucking charm on that one Mm. Um, what do you think is which car company is going to make the next electric car that we're going to talk about this week um that hasn't already made an electric car right hasn't every well is it fully electric or you mean like hybrid like fully electric i think it's fully electric Man, I feel like every car company's done that already. Uh, okay, but this is this is one that we're 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 across the pond. Okay, so we're in Europe, right? I'm gonna go with shit. I don't even know. Uh, don't say Alpha. No. Okay, thank God. What is it? They're doing a hybrid. <laughs> whatever it's this but this this is not alpha no so i didn't know about this maybe you did maybe maybe not it says it's a prototype but they're pretty close to making this production right now 2019 aston martin is making a rapide electric sedan the four-door yes interesting fully electric not meant to go racing then they say that outright they're saying this is not a racing car it is an electric car that is going to be great for going around town and doing town-like things. But a lot of the technology that's in it is very Formula E derived. Hmm. Guess what the starting price is on it. Oh, shit. I don't even want to know. Uh, let's go with... Cool. I'm just going to start off by saying that right now. Okay, the let's... That I'm let's, looking at are pretty cool. Let's go. I don't even know what the the regular repeat goes for the repeat S. I don't know. Um, let's 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 go with three hundred, two hundred and seven thousand dollars. Okay, I was off. So when you open up the hood on this thing, you literally see a black box that has two yellow prongs coming out of it, and it says Williams on the top of it because that's it. It's an electric motor. And huh. It looks horrible. <laughs> I mean, there's no way of making this look good right now. Right now, I think. In time, I'm sure electric motors will look fucking like cool L, like V8s or something, probably just to keep nostalgia. But like, this looks like a straight fucking box. Like, they literally dropped a body on top of a chassis that had a box up front. Like, well, they're going to come out with uh, electric motor decals and sticker packs. Right. Yeah. So, okay. So, this thing's got two motors. Uh, which is the goal for this is to deliver a similar performance of this of the uh, the already existing V12. It can go up to a governed 155 miles an hour, and they're only making 155 units of this thing. Which God, you gotta love Aston. Literally, all of them have already been bought. 
Of course. They're not even made yet. They're in prototype and concept and they've got a couple out where they're like, okay, we've tested a couple good ones and they they seem like they're working. And there are all of them already bought. <laughs> it's crazy. So, I mean, we we can't really knock the people that bought this car because this car existed did not buy the Porsches of the other guy because it's right. been a similar thing. But, I mean, it's not, obviously. But so Williams is the Formula One team that uh, Williams uh, Williams and Aston, I think. I don't, know, I don't know what the Formula One team is actually called. But I know Williams is, is in the name. But they, uh, they're a Formula One team. Then they got into Formula E, which is the uh, ele- electric race car, uh, Formula One-looking things. Right. And, and uh, so now they're using a lot of that technology and putting it into the – rapid and now making this and it actually you know it looks cool i'm i'm not gonna say i don't like it because it's an aston and just if aston breathes on anything it immediately looks and sound uh, maybe this won't sound but it looks amazing <laughs> except for that uh toyota iq knockoff yeah we don't really talk about it, got put in it so <laughs> that, that wasn't their choice they had to buy that because of i know movie. i know so we can't blame aston martin for that one because you know, if if they got if they knew about that prior, they probably could have thought of something way better. It's kind of just like a middle finger to that policy, by the way. They're like, hey, all of these British car companies, you guys got to come out. Wait, all of these British car companies? How yeah. many are still made in England? Jesus. Anyways, all these British car companies, you got to come out and make something that helps your emissions. And they're just like, okay, we'll give you right. a Toyota. Right, yeah. They're, they're like, well, that's not what we wanted. We wanted you to make something kind of cool. They're just like, mm, no, nah. No, that's not what we do. Fuck you. We're going to put a C-Max fucking front grill on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even going to be an ass front grill. We're going to rob that from a Ford C-Max. <laughs> have, you, have you ever been in a Ford C-Max, by the way? No, I don't want to. Okay, I've never been in one either, but there's a coworker of mine. He said that he used to have one. And I, I tried to leave the conversation at that point, but then he's <laughs> he's like, no, 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 no. Like, oh, hey, someone's like, oh, calling my name. He's like, oh, donuts are here. Oh, uh, so, anyways, he was telling me when I would drive it, he would drive it on the dash in front of him. You know where the gauge cluster would be. You should look this up if you can see it. You should look up uh, Ford C Max uh, gauge cluster. There would be a green leaf, and the better and more fuel-efficient you drove the car, the more this green leaf would light up. Really? And travel. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It would, start, it would be like from left to right, I think, and it would travel from the, the tip of the left, and it would travel green all the way until the full leaf like, oh, lit yeah, up. Oh, yeah, I see it. You see I that? See it. Yeah, <laughs> so efficiency leaves. <laughs> What is this bullshit? <laughs> <laughs> this is retarded. Isn't it funny? Oh my god. That is okay. I'm gonna get off of this before my fucking computer gets cancer. Um. <laughs> anyway, so Aston Martin's saying that uh, this car is not supposed to be obviously a race car, and they're not even trying to pitch it as a Tesla rival. Okay. So they're kind of just interesting. Just saying like, hey, we're gonna make a cool luxury electric car, and. Uh, it's not going to be a Tesla rival. Tesla has a very, very good competition in uh, Mercedes, BMW, and Audi, but they're not in the uppers of the luxury market like we are. So people are going to buy, buy a Model S that's fully loaded. They're not limited by their cash. They're limited by the offer. 
They're not the competitors of ours. That's smart, actually. We're looking to those people that are looking for something above Tesla. That customer isn't probably looking for a ludicrous mode. Our offer has a credible acceleration equal to a gasoline, uh, Aston Martin, but you'll be able to drive the car rapidly all the way around the Nürburgring without it deteriorating or conking out on you. So Aston Martin was like, yeah, that Tesla's kind of cool, but it's not a fucking Aston. I love it, dude. That's that's just that is them. They're differentiating themselves out the gate. They're like, oh no 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 no, yeah yeah, we're making a four door. Yeah. Oh, oh, Tesla does too. Oh oh yeah. Well, we're making it electric. Like, well yeah, Tesla does too. They're like, yeah, but do you see this fucking badge? Yeah yeah, it's gonna be way different. (laughs) It's not the same thing at all. Especially because Realize you know, this. when Aston Martin goes and makes something, they go and put that thing through every single stress test they can possibly think of before it ever leaves. I right. Mean, they're they're like, you know what? He can crank out as many units as he wants, Mr. Musk over there. But, we're only uh, making 155. Yeah, you know we're what? making 155. They're going to be they're gonna be tits. Yeah. Like, I remember I was watching, I think, uh, How It's Made on Supercars or something like that. And uh, for Aston Martin, with every single – and this is literally – every single Aston Martin that comes off of the line, they put it in like this fucking rainforest, like just, they just dump water on top of it for like eight hours <laughs> or something, some ridiculous amount of time like that. They just dump fuckloads of water on top of it. And a guy's in there for the entire time that this is happening. And nice. he's just looking around going, okay, is it leaking? It's not leaking. It's not leaking here. It's not leaking there. And then they sit down. Maybe it's not eight hours. It might be like two. But like he sits in there for fucking two hours just waiting for the car to leak. Cool. And it never does. Nice. Because Aston Martin knows how to fucking make things. That's so cool. Tesla, are you listening to me? (laughs) How's your bumpers? It's crazy. But yeah, so I'm actually kind of excited for this. I just really, nobody nobody here in any of the, uh, the electric car market uh competitors i guess so the people that are the companies that are making them nobody's actually like talking about like the sound part of any of these things like obviously an electric motor makes sound right like it's like like that's it like a little whir when can we start strapping speakers to the side of them and then just like like making the sounds that they should be making it just sound like pod racers something like that or that I don't. I don't even care. But like, I feel like sound. if there's an electric car, it should sound different than you know a naturally aspirated or turbocharged whatever car uh, with fuel. I think right. it should sound unique in its own. But it should. I think it should sound cool, like futuristic podcast. But it should that, sound podcast, pod racer. Course, yeah, it should sound. It sound. It should sound. I mean, you don't want to be driving this thing around at like 25 miles an hour. Then little Bobby goes and rim shots a fucking basketball and has to jump out in the road and it's and it's his neighborhood and he doesn't look left or right because he doesn't hear the fucking thing and then you have right. a hard word of it like i don't like there should be a sound for it there there should be like maybe whatever if it's a pod racing sound or if it's like some grand turismo sync up to whatever fucking engine sound you want but like there should be a sound and i don't ever see anybody ever talk about that which kind of concerns me a little bit because, I mean, that's one of the coolest – that's one of the main parts of why we buy certain cars. The whole reason why I buy a fucking Subaru is not because it's a flat four all-wheel drive. I buy it because it sounds fucking broken, and it sounds amazing. If I didn't care about the sound on that car, I'd go get an Evo, and I'll save myself a lot of fucking headache. But I like how this car sounds, 
So I buy this car. So I buy this car. Yeah, no, it makes sense. It, it, it should be, it should have a sound. It should, and it should be prominent as well. But I don't think it should come from a speaker. I think there should be a way to amplify some sort of, some sort of noise that it already makes. There should be a way. I feel like it would just be a speaker because like little RC car motors, which obviously not these big motherfuckers, but I mean, maybe it's similar. I don't know. Probably not. But a little RC car motors, they make sound, but it's just like, it sounds like a supercharger. Like, like that's it. Yeah. Well, it should do something like that. I think that'd be fucking cool. I'm a fan of, I'm a fan of my, uh, my sound idea. My sound <laughs> the speaker idea. Because, I mean, we can do that. If video games can do that, we could do that with real-life cars. All I'm saying. I know, I know, I know. I just wish it would produce its own sound. We wouldn't have to make it up. It sounds like we're just giving it a handicap. But, I mean, obviously, it fucking needs a handicap because it doesn't have any gasoline in it. There's no <laughs> cool shit going on. It's not like there's we're controlling fucking explosions like Michael Bay, which you turn on a motor and then it spins around some copper stuff. Ah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> Not a lot of like fucking gnarly, expo- like cool shit going on. That's true. Hey, so uh, speaking of electric cars, uh, did you hear about Mr. Musk this uh, past week? All right, hold on, hold on. I think you probably did. I think most of the internet did. Go for it. Tell me. I'm gonna have to Do add you- some sound effects on this one. Like, do you know anybody by the name of? Mr. Joe Rogan. No, I've never listened to his podcast or watched him do, do commentate a UFC fight. No, you've never you never heard of him? Well, no. you know, he's this pretty big podcaster, UFC fighter, business owner, you know, all around badass kind of dude. Right. And uh, he's very well known on the interwebs. And he broke said interwebs by bringing on Mr. Elon Musk to his daily show. Okay. And uh, on said daily show, Mr. Elon Musk does what Joe Rogan typically likes to do and uh, smokes some weird. Oh, man, he's a 420 friendly, huh? Yeah, smokes some weird on the, uh, the old podcast. Gets a little there. relaxed or uh, dropping some uh, secrets that like, hey, we know that we're not testing these Model 3s correctly. <laughs> like that. I don't think he really went down that path. Uh, but the crazy thing is that the moment that aired, and, and by the way, through the entire podcast, after he had started smoking off this blunt, uh, he, he had friends texting him saying, what the fuck are you doing? Kind of thing. Right. Like you see him visibly look at his phone during the podcast. Right. And then uh, Tesla stock just drops like an elevator that broke. Oh, this is what they were talking about. Okay. Okay, mate. All right. So I watched that happen in live in like real time because I have uh, I have this app on my phone. It's called Robinhood and it's all about stocks and you can like trade stocks and yada, yada, yada. And there was a, there was a thing going on on it where it's kind of got like news that's happening like actively. And it'll give you like little notifications on the app of things right. with like stocks and, and what have you. And, uh, it was one of them was saying we're watching the Tesla stock drop in real time, and I was like, I don't know what that is. And I just swiped it along because I was like, whatever. I, maybe another car crashed or the fucking Model Threes are actually going through the shitter. But I right. just kind of continued on with my day. I didn't really give it too much thought. Um, 
but that makes a lot of sense now. Yeah, because the podcast happened a week ago. And if you look... It fucking dropped like a it, rock down to Yeah, look, it, it went down to like 263.24. Yeah, that, that's funny. Like, it just dove. Yeah, it's been climbing back since, but I remember seeing that happen and going, oh, I wonder what was going on there. You're like, oh, boy. <laughs> I just thought that was insane because, you know... The funniest thing about the whole thing is when, if you even get the chance to look at it, it's so, so entertaining because Joe Rogan, he's got this blunt, which for all you newbies out there, it means that there's a tobacco leaf with weed inside of it. Right. And yeah. he, he brings it up and he starts to smoke on it a little bit. And Elon Musk says, oh, is that a joint? And he goes, oh, no. And he goes, uh, but it's weed, right? Uh-huh. Well, yeah. And then you can just see this confused look on his face like, uh, okay. Right. <laughs> he goes, hey, Joe Rogan goes to explain. He goes, tobacco. Blah, blah, blah. And then so he goes and he takes his puff on it. Elon Musk does. And uh, Joe's like, yeah, you, you're, you're going to do that. He's like, oh, it's legal, right? right. Like, yeah, it's legal. I mean, not federally, but, you know, right. <laughs> like a big ass company for worldwide stuff. And, you know. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's kind of like a, you do that behind closed doors. Not on a fucking one of the biggest podcasts ever in listened. the world. Yeah. I mean, fucking Joe Rogan's got, what is that? 3.4, almost three and a half million subscribers there. Right. Yeah. That's like, it's like, I think when it comes to this platform of stuff, the podcasting world of stuff, I think it's like, it might be Joe Rogan and then Adam Carolla. Yeah. As far as podcasts are concerned. Right. Like, yeah. Like, yeah that's kind of that's probably one of the worst places that's like going on top of like on the news like watch going on like fox or cnn like uh actively smoking like as they're talking to you about cars like oh how's the model three doing and then he's like morning show and he's like whips out a blunt right yeah just takes a long fucking drag and he's like uh just relax about the model three it'll be fine like but i mean hey we've seen dumber shit this this it happened so maybe it's not yes yeah i mean it's kind of crazy what's been going on but i just found it really entertaining to see him of all people who doesn't smoke weed really like he said that he had maybe done it a couple times it's not like a regular thing and you could tell by the way he was just handling it he just was not an experienced person at all right he was like, oh man, it's like, it's like community drink, like social drinking. Like, oh, I don't drink, but like, I'll drink a beer. Yeah, I'll have a beer. It was basically that. It was just funny. Um, they also did talk about a bunch of other interesting stuff, such as uh, flamethrowers and stuff like that. So, oh, did you order one of those? I did not order one of those. I don't oh. have that kind of money. Come on. It's only it's five hundred dollars for a fucking not a flame. Oh, I thought it was more than that. No, it was like five. Let me let me look this up. It was like five hundred dollars to get not a flamethrower. Yeah, it's not a real flamethrower. I I don't know if it's uh, SpaceX. Yeah, it's called not a no. It's the Boring Company. Flamethrower. I think they're out now, actually, though. Yeah, SpaceX flamethrower. Boring. Not a flamethrower. Yeah, it's not a flamethrower. So that's that's what he was saying. He says I couldn't ship it to other countries uh, because it was a flamethrower. So um. It's not a flamethrower. Right. It's not a the not a flamethrower. But it's a flamethrower. <laughs> so when is Tesla oh my God. 
so or funny. Oh, I'm sorry. Can I stop you real quick? I'm reading this right now. This is in the fine print below the flame, not a flamethrower, excuse me. Fire extinguisher sold separately for exorbitant amounts of money. <laughs> Taxes and Addition- shipping will be added at the card. Additional customer fees may apply for international orders because of the because laws. Because of laws. <laughs> International customers can receive a full refund if not happy with the said fee. Before shipping, expiring flamethrower aficionados will be sent a terms and conditions rhyme Rhyme. for review and acceptance. Start shipping in spring. May not be used on boring company decorative lacrative hay bales or boring company dockside munitions warehouses. This is such a joke. Oh, my God. Buy an overpriced boring company fire extinguisher. You can definitely buy one for less elsewhere, but this one comes with a cool sticker and the button is conveniently right above. Can I can't actually buy it though? I can't. Oh I, no, no, he only made a certain amount. He only made uh, twenty thousand of them. Ah, that makes sense. So when is Elon Musk gonna become like gonna make the aperture science? of of the world like this the real like go down the way that that did we're gonna make the portal gun and then just start the whole cave johnson fucking crazy when is that gonna happen that's gonna happen right like i'm sure that's gotta that's gotta happen tunneling what okay so i clicked on the fact the uh the frequently asked questions and now they're talking about tunnels Oh, yeah, yeah. He's the guy that's building the tunnels through L.A. to make traffic better. Oh. Really? Yes. That's... I'm going to have to dive into this after this podcast because this is going to get... Oh, you're not kidding. No, I'm not I'm not joking you. Literally, he was on the podcast talking about it too, but I already read up on it beforehand. But well, he, tell me he, a little bit about this because... He, he so lives in L.A. Okay lives in LA. Yeah, yeah. The, the funny thing about it is he goes, well, I moved to LA. And this is how he, he, almost exactly how he described it. He goes, I moved to LA and I hate the traffic. It's, uh, it's unbearable because he's from South Africa. He's like, yeah, this is, this is just not good. Well, it should be a little so, bit better if someone isn't stealing his car every 15 seconds. Yeah. Okay. 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 But he's saying that uh, traffic sucks. I don't like traffic. So I'm going to build a tunnel so I don't have to drive in traffic. That was almost exactly how he phrased it. When Joe Rogan asked him, well, what, what's the deal with the tunnel thing? He's just like, well, I'm digging a hole and I'm going to build some tunnels. <laughs> and he's like, who do you talk to in order to like get that approved? And he's like, do I have to talk to anybody to dig a hole? Uh-huh. And he's like, well, I mean, is there permitting? He's like, well, yeah, I'm sure. You just got to get a permit. Right. So I had somebody go get me a permit and uh, I started digging a hole. Right. So now I'm building a tunnel. We're like, he's just, he does whatever he wants. It's incredible. Wow. He's the Bruce Wayne. Of- he's literally Bruce Wayne. Like he's got to have some other kind of alter ego going okay, on. So it's there. not, so it's not like a car tunnel. Like you bring your car over to the tunnel. It's, it's a car like thing. That goes back and forth in the tunnel. And then you buy a $1 fare to go through the tunnel. 
Right. It's like it's public transit. That's all it is. Huh. Wow. It's going to, they're skate. They're, they're, okay. So it's a zero emissions, high speed underground public transportation system in which passengers are autonomously, are transported on an autonomous electric skate traveling at 125 to 150 miles an hour. Yep. Electric skates will carry between eight and 16 pounds. Why is this the first time I'm seeing this? What the fuck? I didn't know that you didn't know about it. I mean, it's pretty interesting. I think it's a great idea just because LA fucking sucks driving down there. You and I both know that. Who's paying for this? The boring company. He is. He doesn't give a shit. What's money? <laughs> no, it's on the fact. It's on the, the thing. It says as one of the questions, who's paying for this? The boring company. <laughs> is this for cars or for free people? It's for people. Okay. <laughs> what about earthquakes? Nope. Certain earthquakes are fine. Tunnels are usually okay. Yeah. I love it. Okay. He even gives examples. I mean, it's so simple to you. Like 1994, North earthquake. There's no damage to the LA subway tunnels. Nope. Nothing. Right. I just love how it's just like, what about this? No. What about that? Yeah, maybe. What about this? I, what did I say earlier? No. Like, what if there's a fire? He's like, well, there's a risk of fire, but it's kind of low because there's no flammable materials. So... Yeah, so it's not going to catch on the oh. fire. <laughs> Unless you put something down there. Yeah, how long would this last? Maybe six weeks. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Is this tunnel completely underground? Yeah, it's a tunnel. Yeah, these are fucking great. Will there be road closures? No, it's a tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> nope, it's a tunnel. <laughs> and the, the, the tunnel is underground, you see. Yeah, it's it's a, that's that's its whole thing. Yeah, that's amazing. It, I I fucking funny. wish they can make some fucking cars that worked, but apparently we're gonna make crazy ass future tunnels, right? Okay, and the flamethrowers that aren't flamethrowers. Right. He also made a hat. Also made a hat. Yeah. Which he you sold fifty thousand hats. You can't no, no, he already hats. sold all the hats. He he can't make anymore. Oh, that's boring. What is why is there a video at the bottom of this? Of what? On this page, on the boringcompany.com slash hat slash. It says boring company hat. Hat sales have completed and all hats have been shipped. And then there's a music video in French. I don't know. I'm listening to it right now. German. It's, uh, <laughs> it's kind of boring. Yeah. I fucking love this. This is phenomenal. I See, okay, so this is, this is what I mean. I absolutely love tesla and elon musk projects i just wish for the tesla section of things they could get it fucking right yeah just just switch that quantity over to quality and i'd be happy right take up the aston martin uh idea on it and in just if people are like begging for the fucking car be like yo you're gonna have to wait okay you want the car more than you want to live simple question yeah like that's that's yeah that literally needs to be a question like that they're asking or that they're asked when they're buying do you want it to be working or do you want to die i just really want it right now okay so you want to die all right you'll get next week (laughs) what if i didn't want it next week uh let me let me book you in a uh, we can deliver it in uh november oh so only two months away 2020 oh (laughs) Oh, so two years and two months away. 
Okay, and you, I need a non-refundable deposit now? Yes, and we might ask for more. Sign me up. Yeah, I'll just take it next week. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Tesla. You got anything else? No, I I think that's that's about it for this week of stupid. I'm sure we'll hear a bunch of other stupid stuff next week. Yeah, there's plenty of stupid to go around. So you guys, if you you like the podcast, feel free to follow us, subscribe us, like us, don't lick us, none of that stuff. None of that, please. Hey, I kind of like that. Mm. anyways uh definitely check us out we update this thing almost weekly and uh yeah we'll see you guys next week for more automotive nonsense and tomfoolery so my name's sean that's jimmy i love tomfoolery that's a great word we'll see you guys next week see ya